Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, my featured guest is Hernan Vasquez. He is the founder of Hernan Vasquez Media LLC, an invaluable online educational resource and consultancy that helps small to medium-sized businesses like yours through paid media expertise, sales funnels, and email marketing automation processes. Now, if all of that sounds like a foreign language to you, Startup Nation, all right, Hernan's going to break it down for you in plain old English. He's going to bring it down to elementary school level so that we can all understand it at a seventh grader level. Right, Hernan? That's what yeah. we're doing? Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds great. Hernan is a veteran of the online entrepreneur industry. Uh, he's been at it for about 13 years now, having assisted in the building of multiple seven-figure businesses and rubbing shoulders with other notable figures such as Frank Kern and Grant Cardone. I think you could go higher than them. They're, they're all right. I mean, come on. Anyway, yeah, uh, you can find him at Hernan Vasquez. That's Vasquez with a Z, two Zs in there. HernanVasquez.com. And Hernan, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Joseph, for having me. This is awesome. I'm really excited to be here. And yeah, as you said, I've been doing this for 13 plus years. And, uh, you know, right now you can say that I'm working with these dudes and I have my own agency and, you know, I've helped hundreds of uh, entrepreneurs and students uh, pretty much all across the globe from, I'm originally from Latin America, from Argentina. I'm in Buenos Aires right now. And uh, I've been working in Latin America, in Europe, in the U.S., uh, but, you know, there's always uh, room for improvement. There's always room for, for growth. And, uh, and, you know, basically the idea of being here is to share as much value as possible with, with your audience. So that's what I'm here for. Um, so it all comes down to, it all comes back to when I, you know, quit my day job. 13 years ago without a wait, safety net. Wait, wait, wait. Let me pause yeah. you right there, my friend. I saw you taking off. I saw you revving the engine there, trying to take the lead on my show. Not yet, my friend. Before we get into your story, go ahead and share something personal about you uh, that very few people in your business life actually know. Give me something vulnerable, something embarrassing or even humiliating. Hmm. Great question. Um, So I've had, I've run, I've run companies, I've run successful companies for the past several years, 
But right now I'm starting to do what I feel that's my calling. So for the past 13 years, I've been really into growth mode. And I would say over the past six to eight months, I really stay, step, step back, take a step back. And uh, I definitely decided that I wanted to dedicate my life to some other stuff, like for instance, buying land and planting trees. And uh, so I'm turning uh, away some opportunities in exchange for a more impactful way of living, if that makes sense. Mm, that definitely does. And Startup Nation, just so you know, like Hernan has crushed it. He's killed it in business. Uh, he's done really well. What's the current revenues right now? Over a million a year you're doing? Yes. Where's it? Around that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Around that. yeah. So awesome, right? So you're doing that. And uh, how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 33. I just turned 33, four days ago. Nice. That's the perfect age. Perfect age. All right. So you're 33 years old and you know, you're killing in business, making over a million a year revenue. And, and you're sitting here and you're saying, man, there's more to it in this life than just killing in business. And this is, I mean, this is a conversation I love. I love when guys finally, and gals finally get to the place of, all right, I checked that box. I checked the business box. It was cool. It was fun. It was an adventure. Um, but it's, it's like sometimes they go one of two directions. They either feel, uh, is this all there is, right? When they get to the top, they feel empty. Some of them feel miserable. Or some of them say, you know what? That was pretty cool. That was pretty awesome. But I want more. I want more. What's next for me? Which of those two would you say you're at right now? Uh, definitely the second option. What's next? What's more? Not from a perspective of making more, but actually giving back more. I think that entrepreneurs, when you, are, you have your basic needs satisfied, and maybe you have the nice house or the cars or whatever, then at that point, you need to start listening to that calling because otherwise it's all of the same all over again. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And before we get into, you know, a little bit of your, about your story and Startup Nation, don't you worry. We're going to get his top three tips and strategies, right? So that you could kill it too. So that you could start buying up land and planting your trees. All right, we're going to get there. But Hernan, first off, like what advice would you give to the guy on the other side uh, who has killed it in business but feels empty, feels is this all there is? Feels dissatisfied. Feels almost like they were lied and cheated. You know, like it should have been better once they got here to the top. What would you say to that guy or gal right now listening? Um, from my perspective, and granted, I don't have it all figured out, not by any stretch of the imagination. It only gets different. I wouldn't say harder, but it gets different. So you're always adapting. You're always uh, needing to learn new things. So for those people that, you know, they've made it, they're comfortable, they have a good life, they have a good lifestyle, and they want to get to, you know, to that calling, I would say, start listening and start taking time out to actually pay attention to what's really driving you, right? The why behind the why. Like the why behind the why, it's not always about giving your, your family a good lifestyle, you know, contributing back to your community, but there's always a why behind the why. Why are, are you doing what you're doing. And sometimes you need to probe in and sometimes the, the responses and the answers take time to come up. 
But I think taking time out and actually thinking about the why behind the why with all of the resources that you have right now can really help you out and cover that and, you know, answer that calling, whatever that might be. Mm. Very good, valuable advice. And I think that's great for a guy who's in your position or a gal in your position right now. What about back in the day, right? Let's go back in time here. You started this business, this online agency, right? Digital agency. And what were the, the questions? Like now you're asking why questions, right? Why, why am I doing this? What's the deeper meaning? Um, what questions, what was the best question? Uh, you asked yourself back then that really uh, shifted you into that momentum towards success? You know, it's funny that, that it's funny because now that I, that I look back in retrospective, I think you never stop asking why. It's like, you never stop asking why. Now you're wondering about other things. But back in the day it was like, why do I need to go to this nine to five job, Right. Or why do I need to take orders from a boss? Or why this is not working, right? Uh, we had a little conversation before and it's like, this is working for everyone, but not me. Why? Why is that the case? And not only that, but what can we do to move this forward? What can we do to move this forward? I think that curiosity and I think that always asking yourself, what can you do to move this forward helps a lot, especially if you're stuck, especially if you're starting out, especially if you don't have any idea what to do next, then you need to do something. And then if that doesn't work, then you need to do something else. But always asking you, what can we do to make this forward, to make this happen? Mm. So describe it, give a, a story or an example where you were stuck in the beginning, right? Maybe you were, you hadn't crossed the hundred K mark yet. Maybe you just crossed it, but it was early on enough in the, in your company and you were just stuck and you just could not see a way out. You started asking that question. What can we do to move this forward, et cetera? Like, and somehow you found that answer. Mm-hmm. Do you have a story in mind? Yeah, for sure. I hadn't shared so, that with us. Yeah. So for sure. The first company that I, that I founded, uh, Semantic Mastery, is still up to today. And um, we actually got the Two Comma Club Award from ClickFunnels this, this year, this past March. And, um, and for the first two years, it didn't make any money. You know, we didn't make any money for the first two years. And I was like, I was like really struggling. I was personally struggling, financially struggling. At that point, I was um, doing SEO for clients and I was... Also, as a side gig, I was working in Fiverr, like Fiverr.com. I was writing articles for $4 a pop. Back in the day when Fiverr was everything for $5, you know, and they took $1 on top. So it was like $4 a pop and I was writing articles and I was trying to build this business, right? And we were always thinking, what can we do to move this forward? What can we do to have our first sale, to have our first customer? And we realized that, one of the things that, that we realized back in the day is that we started this uh, weekly show, this weekly live event, and we've still been doing it close to six years now, every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, and we're doing it on YouTube. And we realized that the more we gave away, the more knowledge we gave away, the more we help other entrepreneurs, the better we would make. Like the more money we would make, the more customers we would make. And that was kind of the first, the first counterintuitive way of approaching things. Because when you're an entrepreneur, especially when you're in the info space, you want to kind of 
save the good stuff for the customers, right? You wanna, you want to kind of uh, have secret systems and you know proprietary processes and all of that that you will show only to people that will give you some money. And what we found is that the more we gave away the good stuff, uh, slowly at first, but then you know really um, intentionally, then the better we would do. And it took some time, you know, it took some time to actually kickstart, but then from two years of not making any money, uh, we started selling our first couple of products. JVZoo back in the day for, I think it was $47 or something like that. So that was the first, one of the first breakthrough that we had as a company. By giving away a lot of value, uh, we were actually becoming a bigger company. We would have more revenue, more customers. If you went back right now and redid, like did that all over again, could you speed up or accelerate that revenue produce, uh, you know, bringing in revenue uh, rather than taking two years? Because there's people right now, they're listening and they're like, I've been at this for over a year. I've been giving away content, doing it. I actually just had a guy on a call yesterday and he's just producing content, 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 content. And he gives it all away. He gives it all away, but he's broke. He's financially just broke. And he's like, I don't know why it's not working. It's why isn't it working. I'm giving away. I'm just serving. I'm serving. I'm serving. So like, what would you do right now? Starting over from scratch. Mm-hmm. Say you start up that YouTube, whatever video, what, how would you do it better and faster? That's a great question. And yes, the reality is that we made a lot of mistakes. That's why it took us two years. But if I had to start all over, I would still give away a lot of content being a little bit more strategic. And I would add on top of that two things. Number one, you need to be building a list, an email list or an audience, right? It's not just about giving away the content, but it's also like trying to capture leads, trying to get people to give you their email their phone number, whatever that is. So that would be number one, the first thing that I would do different, which we didn't didn't do at the beginning. So just to clarify, you wouldn't actually be giving away your content for free anymore. You'd be giving it in exchange, not for money, but for contact information. Is that correct? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay, got it. So Startup Nation, write that down. If you're not doing that, you're giving away free content, but not building a list, you're missing out. That's what Hernan is saying. Hernan, go ahead. What was your, your second? Yeah, for sure. So the second part of it would be to test offers as much as possible. And by testing offers, I mean part of your content should definitely be paid. You know, while you're giving away content, some of that content will, you will put it out there publicly. Some of that content will be gated, quote unquote. That means that people will need to give you their contact information. And some of your content, potentially the more thorough, step-by-step, click-by-click content, for that you need to charge for, for, that, for that content. Now, how do you do that, right? Well, the reality is that you need to be testing offers and you need to be testing a lot. And one of the reasons why I like the fact that you can build a list is because you can ask your list, hey, what do you wanna see next? What type of content would you consume? Uh, would, it rather, would you rather have a online workshop or would you rather have a book so you can start asking these questions and people will tell you people will tell you exactly what they want and what they want to pay for it so as you start gathering that list of leads as you start asking those questions then you can come up with products that people will buy from you does that make sense 
It makes total sense. And I think it's, uh, well, it's counterintuitive, right? The, what's intuitive to us is build a product that is so good that everybody will love it and they'll just find you because they're Googling it, right? But what I find, you know, with a lot of people that I interview that have been very successful in business, they've done the exact opposite. They've done what you described, uh, which is build your list by giving away good free content build that list, then go to your customer, your ideal client and say, hey, what is it you want me to go build rather than me tell you what I think you want? Like, what do you actually want? Where's the pain? Where does it hurt bad enough that you're willing to pay me money for it? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, 1000%. And I, I've had the luck of and the honor of working with some of the top level entrepreneurs in their space. And that's exactly what they do. They ask first and build later. Um, one of the mistakes that I'd made back in the day is like, I would wake up with a great product idea in mind, right? A great product, great business idea in mind. And I would go out there and spend months building a website, recording videos, writing copy, putting together landing pages, all of that. I would spend months and weeks and months. And then I would turn around and try to sell that and nobody would buy it, Right. And we think that just because of the fact that we put a lot of effort into something, somebody needs to come, somebody needs to come and give us money for it. And that is completely backwards. One of the things that I've learned after making this mistake a thousand times, it's the other way around. Ask first. People will tell you what they want to, what they want to buy from you, what they want to learn from you, how much they want to pay for it as well. That's powerful. Uh, as you're saying that, you know, expecting people to pay me for what I consider to be really hard work for creating a product that they actually don't want. Could it be any more narcissistic? You know, and I'm kind of picturing like the narcissistic entrepreneur, right? And so many of us have played that game. I know I have, you just admitted to it, right? So BC Nation, like, uh, sorry, Startup Nation, if that's you right now, like, you know, first off, admit it. Admitting is 50% of, of uh, the solution, right? Admit you got a problem, man. You little entrepreneurial narcissist. Let go of it. Ask first and build later. Great advice. Ask first and build later, Hernan says. So, Hernan, let's get into your top three tips and strategies. And I know we didn't go too far into your story. I get that, right? But uh, I think you shared really cool little experiences. You, you shared some nuances, some challenges, some vulnerability. That was awesome. What are your top three tips or strategies for Startup Nation right now? They're sitting right now. They're listening. They got that pen and paper out. They're writing notes. They're like, okay, I really like that ask first and build later, but I don't have a list. Okay, but Hernan said to get a list, I should just start giving away free content. Where should they do it? Now you're a big, you're a Facebook ads and personal branding guy for entrepreneurs. So where should they start? And is that your first tip? What do you got? Yeah, that makes that. Yeah, that's a great question. And yes, the first thing that I would do is definitely start putting out content and putting out content. It all comes down to what your strengths are, right? If you're, if you feel comfortable on camera, then go ahead and record videos, post them on YouTube, post them on Facebook. Um, I personally really like video because with video, then you can turn that video into several content pieces. You know, you can transcribe it and turn it into a blog post. Uh, you can grab snippets of the video and turn the, those into images and all that. 
but some people they're not feeling good on camera so you know they can start a podcast podcasting is a great way of actually going out there and building a tribe a list a, a you know a, a platform and then if you feel comfortable writing you can still write like there's a lot of people out there that will consume written content you know they will read blogs uh they will read reddit posts you know they so whatever it is that your strength strength is start putting out content and i would okay. say right away okay so you know let's play this scenario right so i'm starting over from scratch in this scenario and i'm gonna go on youtube because i maybe i like camera and i'm gonna start just recording what I think is valuable content, but I don't have a list. So I don't actually know if it's valuable content because they haven't told me. Right. So how do I find out that it's valuable content to prospective subscribers? And then how do I ask them to join a list? If I'm already giving out free content, what, where's that exchange happen? Yeah, that's great. And that's a great question. So the first thing that you need to do is to test, like for instance, on my YouTube channel, I have, I don't know, 300 plus videos in there and it's like five years old. And um, on my YouTube channel, I made a decision of start creating a YouTube video once a week, right? And I started talking about a lot of stuff. I started talking about email marketing and landing pages and this and that and strategy and all of these other things. And then as I started talking about Facebook ads, then I noticed that my views were starting to increase whenever I talked about Facebook ads. So the market will tell you what you need to talk more about. You know, you need to put out there a lot of content and basically seeing, hey, okay, whenever I talk about this subject, people listen. So you need to talk more about that. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And I like the way you said that because you may have no listeners reaching out to you and, or viewers reaching out to you saying, hey, can you put out more of this content? but you could still track what's working just by looking at views. Is there a, where is there a spike in my views or my listens, et cetera, when I post what type of content do I see a spike? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yes, 100%. And then how do you ask for an email? It's as simple as you can grab your best content and this is something that I've done. Let's say that you, I don't know, you have a blog or you have a video that it gets a lot of views and then you can transcribe that video and turn that into a PDF. There's a bunch of tools out there to create lead magnets right now. So not being techie is not an excuse anymore, right? So um, you can actually turn that into a PDF and say, hey, by the way, I just created this awesome piece of content. It's free. All you need to do is to go here and give me your email so that I can send it to you. That's the second step to actually start building a list organically. So I really like what you said there and Startup Nation, this is very powerful information in my opinion, because many of you say, ah, I suck at creating content or I, I, I'm a terrible writer, but I could speak really well. Great. Then speak, right? Speak, do a video, do an audio, do whatever, do some kind of recording, even have someone interview you, a friend of yours, have them interview you on your expertise, on your subject matter. Then go to fiverr.com, hire a guy like Hernan, who's building his business back in the day, you know, uh, to transcribe that into written content because you don't like writing written content. Pay someone else to do it. They transcribe it. 
Uh, if you suck at graphics, hire someone else on Fiverr to create a PDF out of it, right? And there's your free download. So what I'm hearing Hernan say is stop making excuses and start making good content that's valuable for your potential clients. All right, Hernan, what's your number three? And number three is once you start getting your list built up, number three would definitely be, will be to ask them. Ask them what they want to see next. Ask them what your next product should be. Um, Ryan Levesque with the Ask Method. You know, if you if you have heard about him, if not, get the book. It's awesome, and he lays out a really good framework for you to ask people on your list about what they want to learn next, what they want to see next, and that's going to be the product that guess what you're going to sell back to those people in your list. So I would say. Put out content, number one. Number two, get them in your list. Number three, ask them what they want to uh, consume next and then go out and build that product that people are asking for. I like it. I like it, bro. All right. So really cool. Very cool. Um, we're speaking with Hernan Vasquez. You can find him at HernanVasquez.com. Uh, he's got a gift for you uh, at the end of this show. So hang on tight. Um, I'm hoping you're writing notes, Startup Nation. I really am. I hope you're not trying to just retain this information in your head and then click on the next thing that distracts you and down the rabbit hole you go of YouTube, right? Let's be honest. Or there goes your Insta feed. And you're like, oh, there was a good thing I remember on Joseph's show and, and I forgot. What was it? Yeah, well, now you missed out, right? So write things down. You're 80% more likely to retain it if you're writing it, right? There's so much science behind this. All right, so Hernan, before we go into uh, my favorite part of the show, the hustle round, listen, Startup Nation, I just want to look you in the eye or whisper in your ear and say to you that, man, if you're killing in your business, like awesome. Like if you're that guy or gal that Hernan and I were speaking to earlier that, you know, you're, you're killing it, you're crushing it. You got to the top of your game. You're doing the high six figures. You're doing the high seven figures. Maybe you just touched into the eight figures. You're a badass. We get it. You're a badass. You're also probably a little control freak, right? Let's be real. I know I am. I admit it. And if you are that little control freak, chances are you didn't learn a very, very important lesson along the way in your entrepreneurial career. And that is control is a very effective skill set to have in business. You're able to control revenue, profits, your expenses, right? Your, your projects, et cetera. And, it, and you get paid well for it. You profit from control in business. However, many of you, yes, I'm speaking to you. You have tried to bring that same success strategy that worked in your business. You brought it home. And unfortunately you've brought control into your relationships and it's, it's, you're not doing it on purpose. It's a subconscious thing. Because subconsciously, you're a little control freak. Let's be real. And you're trying to control your wife. You're trying to control your spouse. You're trying to control your kids. You're, you're manipulating the relationships just so you can get the outcome or the result you're looking for, right? This is what we do. It's part of being human. We're all broken little messes, all right? But the point is, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay there. So if you do want more and you don't know how to make that transition, 
uh, like Hernan has made, praise God for that, right? Where you want to give more, do more, be more. Well, first off, the reason why you're not there yet is because you got all this broke, broken relationships in your life. And I'm telling you, when you got broken relationships, you're out of spiritual alignment. And when you're spiritually misaligned, my friend, it's going to sabotage every area of your life. So if you want help with that, and if you want like the way out from an other master control freak, i.e. me, then go to my website, josephwarren.net, schedule a warm-up call with me. I'm going to give you one free call, one coaching session. Think of it like a free sample at Costco. You get to try it before you buy it, okay? And let's see if we're a fit. And if we're not, we'll part as friends. Plus, you get to hang out a little bit, you know? But listen, I do want to say this. I got to qualify you. Do not go and schedule a call with me if you're not ready to take massive action in your life. Don't jump on a call with me just to get, you know, free advice on something, but then you're not actually willing to execute and go forward. If you're going to come on a call with me, there will be an investment at the end of that call if we want to go forward. And you better be willing to invest in yourself and your marriage and your kids and your relationships and your life. And if you're not, you're just not my client. Go to some other one. Some other person is going to talk really nice words to you and make you feel good. All right. So that's josephwarren.net. Hernan, you were so gracious to let me just have that little window of, of time. But listen, I know my, my listener, man, they're suffering out there. They're struggling and they refuse to ask for help. They suffer in silence. You've seen people like this, right? Yeah. Aren't doing we all. I, I do struggle to ask for help sometimes. So totally feel that. Welcome to being a man, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's part of the condition. All right. So uh, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 11 quick fire questions. Uh, you'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm taking a nice sip of water here. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. Yeah. What's your least favorite thing? Overwhelmed. <laughs> the freedom <laughs> to be overwhelmed. Yes. yes. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Be real. I would say failure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Got it. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our lives, just part of the human condition, right? I just spoke about some of them. What are you struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? Um, focusing. Focusing. Yeah. On what? On just one or two projects at a time. I tend to have many plates spinning. Got it. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? Um, asking myself why things are not working instead of taking action. Mm. Got it. So you only can ask so many questions before you actually have to execute is what I'm hearing you say, right? Yes, exactly. What secret fear do you have about people? That they want, that they won't see the long term of what I'm building. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? 
Build a list and make offers. <laughs> Build a list and make offers, Startup Nation. What's a new habit you want to create in your life? Uh, spending more time outside. Yeah, I got that. Mm-hmm. What's a bad habit you want to break? Um, worrying about stuff that, I'm not, that I, I know I'm good at. Worrying about stuff that you know you're already good at. Yes. Got it. Yeah, that's kind of uh, ludicrous. Why would mm-hmm. you do that? Stop. I give you permission to stop now. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, action taker, creative, good listener. More than three words. I feel like you listen really well to me today. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> pick, pick three words to describe who you were your first year in your business. Hmm. I would say fearful, uh, anxious, and dubious. Dubious. Yes. I like it. And last question, Hernan. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your loved ones in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, all of it, business, life, eternity, all of it. What would you say to them? I would say, do what you love. Do what you love doing. That way, You will have energy. You will make a big impact. Do what you love doing. Do what you love doing, Startup Nation, because love is the best fuel in the universe. Mm -hmm. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 this year in a pandemic? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, We've had our biggest growth ever in the middle of the pandemic. So I, what you just took yeah. away everybody's excuse. Yeah, indeed. So do those three things, put out good content, build your list, make offers. All right. I got to ask, I got to ask for startup nation. Cause they, they're, they're like, Joseph, ask the question, ask the question, ask the question. How long is it going to take me to do those three things to actually see results? Um, as long as it is it going to take me two years. I don't want to no, do two won't. years. No, but No, it can take you three months. It can take you six. But the question is, the the thing is that it will take you as long as it takes you to be successful, you know? Because again, if you're doing what you love and you're committed, then it doesn't matter how long it takes you. That was like an answer out of a motivational self-help book, my friend. (laughs) That was good though. All right. What's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you? Uh, You have a gift for them, right? What do you got? Yeah. So I'm a big advertiser, advertising fan. So if you're something called Facebook ads, I don't know if you've heard about them, but if you're into them, go to, no. I thought Facebook was a political news source. No, Right, right, right. But they allow you to run advertising, you know? So... (laughs) So I'm a big fan of that. And if you're into that, if you want to learn how to uh, write and build good Facebook ads, there's a PDF and it's at hernanvasquez.com slash 100K. 
I'm looking at it right now, Startup Nation. His uh, free download for you, his gift for you is the perfect Facebook ad template. And he goes through the three uh, steps of creating your own perfect Facebook ad. So if you want that, um, go check it out. It will be in the show notes. Um, and you can find it at hernanvasquez.com forward slash 100K. Isn't that gracious of him that he offered that? That's pretty awesome. Uh, Hernan, thank you for the gift uh, for our audience. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for how you showed up today, humbly and of service. I, I felt it. Um, and I wish you the best, dude. Like, seriously, man, as far as buying land and planting trees, I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. It's awesome. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We gotta get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.